0: Hey, let's go to the hotline.
1: Yeah, let's get back to the Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline and talk with John Bargainer. John, are you with us? John. Hey, good morning, Tony. Thank you for having me on. man. absolutely. Thanks for being up early and being a part of this. Yeah. Uh, John is the, the head honcho at the Manufacture Alabama, which oversees a ton of stuff throughout the state. And uh, I've run into several people who are speaking very highly of you lately, so you got to be a good guy. We've never met. But, uh, man, tell us a little <laughs> bit about Manufacture Alabama and what all uh, you got your hands in.
2: Yeah, sure. I'll be happy to. always like talking about what we do. Uh, We're a trade association based in Montgomery. Uh, We were started back in the mid-'90s by my predecessor, George Clark. And and we're a support arm. We're an advocacy arm for the manufacturing industry in the state. We do a lot of different things. We certainly have a focus on what happens in the state legislature, what happens in Congress with our congressional delegation, uh, we we want to be an, uh, a partner with government officials to educate them on the needs and the issues of manufacturers across the state uh, and we also provide opportunities for our members to to get continuing education and uh, learn best practices from one another and then finally as most trade associations do we we offer events and networking opportunities for our members to get to know each other because we we feel like, you know, we're, we're only as strong as our numbers and the relationships we have uh, in the industry. Because, you know, I don't have to tell you this, but uh, manufacturing is, is an economic impact of <laughs> north of $40 billion annually to Alabama. Wow. Isn't that amazing? 270, 275,000 hardworking men and women. So it is the backbone of our economy, and we need to keep it strong, and that's why we're there.
1: Well, you know, just the recruitment of these things. I sure. mean, I always look back at, uh, at at the Mercedes deal, and I remember uh, when they were trying to get that together, there was a huge blowback. Like we were just talking to Jordan sure, in the sure. earlier call about people being against things. You know, everybody, oh, you're giving them too much. You're, you right. know, this right. is stupid. What are you doing? And look at what that has oh, generated gosh. off of it. And uh, down to this uh, Novella thing and Baymanette they're building. I mean, these huge projects. That, gosh, you got jobs and uh, oh, that sure. whole area around uh, in Bay Minette, you know, people have already snatched up land, going to be building, you know, hotels and this and that around it. Uh, it's building, amazing, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, incredible. You know,
0: yeah, aviation throughout the state. It's right. important, I guess, oh, yeah. is the
1: real yeah. the real word out of it. But uh, can you tell us all the projects going on that nobody knows about yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Tell us your secrets that you're not allowed to talk about. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: I'm not. I'm not sure I, I'm going to be able to divulge a whole lot of information there. But I would say this, and to your point, I mean. Alabama has been so blessed over the last 30 years with the expansion of of manufacturing. And to your point, Mercedes was kind of a a real spark to get us into the automotive industry. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we've had iron and steel in Birmingham for well over a hundred years and pulp and paper all throughout the rural areas for over a hundred years. And, and we are, it's exciting to see the growth of aerospace in North Alabama and Airbus building first-class airplanes down in uh, Mobile and, we have chemical. I mean, it's, we, we have just about every manufacturing industry sector you could imagine. And it create, it creates an economic impact, not just for the state, but for the communities and the families, uh, that are, that put food on their table through the, through the good paying jobs. So, I mean, it really, it, we, we wake up every day at Manufacture Alabama. Uh, you know, ready to go to work because we have no we have no uh, doubt about who we're
1: representing,
2: and uh, we 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 love doing what we do and advocating and telling their story. So,
1: well, it also gives, like you said, I mean, but some of these communities, uh, it's also like, I mean, a huge sense of pride. You got these things, you know, oh, and kind of put you on the map.
2: Yeah, I mean, some of the you know, it's, for some of these communities, it's a generational opportunity where you've seen generations of, uh, of family members uh, work at that facility. And we're not just talking about, you know, working on the, on the floor, on the factory line. You know, these, a lot of these opportunities turn into uh, executive roles for individuals, uh, for their careers. I mean, I've heard more stories from folks who started just hourly wage on the factory line, Putting their hands on something to, you know, vice president of the company sure. uh, and over some sort of operational side of the the plant itself, making extremely good wages. And I don't. One thing I think people misunderstand, I mean, or don't understand, is that uh, the average salary in manufacturing in Alabama is seventy eight thousand dollars a year. Wow, uh, that is not something to just kind of uh, gloss over. Uh, that's that's higher than the average just wage here in the state so they are there's opportunities and you know we could get into the labor force shortage issues and workforce issues we have out there because they they plague manufacturing like every other business sector um but what we try to do is let people know about these opportunities because the jobs are there um you know we just need people to to show up and and want to want to go to work and and um, we 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 need those folks so
0: Folks, you're listening to Truett News Radio, and we're on the air right now with John bargainier with Manufacture Alabama. And, John, I, I, you made very quick reference to this, but it's something that, that piqued my interest, uh, how all of the individuals who are members of Manufacture Alabama uh, have sort of a, a symbiotic relationship or how they like to trade and, and, uh, and, and, and assist one another. Did I hear that correctly, and how does that play out?
2: Yeah, and by that, what I mean is their issues, for the most part, are very similar sure whether you're in chemical or pulp and paper or aerospace, they deal with the same regulatory issues sure they deal with the same legal and financial issues uh, now certainly there are nuances for each of those sectors
1: oh sure and sure. we have
2: opportunities for those individuals but uh, as a trade association, <clears throat> what we like to do is is try to create collaboration among individuals within facilities and by that I mean, Maybe the HR manager for one one pulp and paper plant, <clears throat> and the HR manager from a chemical plant, and the HR manager, you know, they they do the same types of jobs sure. just for different companies, right? They they, fill, they they uh they do that. They have the same roles with the same challenges that come down uh, outside of their control, and so we have committees for those individuals within facilities so that they can come together and share best practices. You know, how are you dealing with the hiring issues? How are you dealing with this new law that comes down from D.C. that's going to create more onerous issue, you know, uh, uh, barriers on the hiring side? You know, sure, things sure. like that. We want them because if they're doing their jobs better within their respective facilities, then manufacturing is, is doing better as well. And we have committee structures for all sorts of, you know, the safety managers of facilities uh the environmental managers the health health managers I mean, there's all sorts of you know roles being played there and yeah. we want those individuals to do their jobs as well as they can.
0: I can see strength in numbers, too, that as there's a, a, a new regulation that it unfolds in whatever area it may be, there's the strength in numbers of knowing that, you know, it's not just one set of eyes for just our company, and I better get this right, but the opportunity to sit down with like-minded and like-experienced individuals to uh, sort of chew on and understand, okay, this is the impact of what that regulation is going to mean to manufacturing generally
1: no doubt
2: absolutely you nailed
1: it hey john let me ask you this man uh and i don't know if y'all have something to do with this or not but as part of the manufacturing thing particularly areas like uh the the black belt down there uh just access and roads and all do y'all ever get in on that side of it because you know it's hard to to convince somebody to to put a plant somewhere if there's if they can't get to it you know uh infrastructure yeah yeah. do y'all get in on that side yeah, I mean we we
2: certainly we're not an economic development, you know, association or organization per se. There are other groups that do that. We're we're supporting those who are already, the manufacturers who are already here, but yeah, we we certainly advocate for the expansion of the infrastructure uh of, and the needs we we have in the state so that we can continue to see expansions of business in the state and more jobs. So there's no doubt about that. That we, we we support those, but you know we're not on the forefront of recruiting business yeah. to the state. We're really the support arm for and the network for them when they get here. If that makes sense. Yeah, sure, so sure. um, But but yeah, I mean you know we want as much uh, we want as much good paying jobs and great uh, you know billions of dollars in investment into our state as we can get. So certainly infrastructure and other issues. You know our mission is to make alabama the most business-friendly environment we can for manufacturing to thrive yeah and uh i mean the best in the country and and we're blessed we we do have a business-friendly environment for sure Uh, but we don't take that for granted uh we want policymakers lawmakers those who make major decisions to know the impacts to our industry again 40 billion in economic impact two hundred seventy-five thousand people you can't just gloss over that and so We want them to understand the impacts of of some of the policies and decisions being made, uh, whether it is infrastructure or whether it's taxes or whether it's, uh, you know, new causes of action uh, through litigation. You know, we just we we want to be able to educate them. And so at least they know uh, the impacts of of their decision making.
1: Well, and, you know. A, another spin off of this that uh, people may not think about is just construction. I mean, oh, I know like sure. Dunn Building, you know, they do, oh, they're, yeah. they're very active uh, with y'all's organization. But, uh, you know, look at, uh, th- go back to Mercedes. Look at how much, you know, from the original facility, the expansions down there. And uh, the cornerstone, you know, we went yeah, up there. To, I mean, you know, just sure. uh, just the, again, the additional benefit to the state from construction jobs and all that, man- that these manufacturing plants generate, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, the, you know, when we talk about economic impact, you know, there's there's other secondary impacts, right? And for every one job created in any community, there's there's a lot of different rippling effects for those for those uh, you know, for those direct jobs, right? I sure. mean, there's there's money going into the restaurants in the community and into uh, the churches in the community and into you know yeah, all,
0: the, all the small the, the barbers right? the restaurants yeah for the sure barbers,
2: yeah, yeah everything so there's such a ripple effect for every job that is created in these communities that desperately need them and and uh that's something we think about each and every day and that's why we're proud to be able to help do our part to, to really help manufacturing continue to thrive and expand.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, we got to wrap up and run uh, with the show kind of ending, but uh, how, does, how do people find out what's the website and uh, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah,
2: Manufacturer Alabama's website is www.manufactureralabama.org, all spelled out, and you can find contact information right there on our uh, webpage for any of the, uh, staff members. You can see our board of directors. You can read about our mission statement, what we do. And, and we welcome that conversation with anyone interested in having, having to, uh, you know, the need or wanting to learn more.
1: Yeah. Well, again, thanks so much for uh, being part of what we're doing here. Sure. And, uh, man, enjoy the rest of your weekend and, uh, hope to run into you soon and meet you in person. Yeah. Thanks for joining Absolutely. us. John. Absolutely. Look
2: forward to seeing you guys at some point, And thanks again for having me on. All right. See you, John.
1: That's John Barganier
0: with Manufacture Alabama. You can check him out at www.manufacturealabama.org.